Dance Talent Rob Vibes. Another awesome musician and incredible songwriter. It's Steve Young from Wellingarn City. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Straight away, I'm going to ask you about your hat. Is this a Steve Young staple? Uh, well, I always wear a hat, um, and yeah, I'm just trying to. Uh, I'm trying to follow all the uh, advice about branding, yep. which means try and stick to the same hat. <laughs> <laughs> so you're easily recognised. Brilliant. Uh, we must say hello to one of your fans that's already sent us a message tonight. Um, you've got quite a big fan base, actually, um, supporting you out and about. We've got um, you, Grace. Good morning from Tokyo. It's 4.35am ah. here, listening to Raw Vibes on Vibe, waiting for Steve Young UK's wow. live performance. Is that as early? That's, that's really early. Dedication. I wonder, I wonder if she uh, stayed up or whether she <laughs> got up early. Yeah, I think if it was me, I would have stayed up. Hi, hi, you. How you doing? <laughs> Amazing. Love this from Tokyo. That's dedication. Um, so let's hear about you first, because this is the first time you've been into the Raw Vibe studio. Um, and I want to know how this <clears throat> musical journey of yours begun, because you've been all over the place with you and your guitar. Um, so how it's old quite are a you? Long journey. Yeah, you've been. <laughs> been you keep you keep me dizzy. If I ever watch what you're doing on your social media, you're just everywhere. I'll try, so, and, um, I'll try and give you the brief. Story. Yeah, when was it that you first? sort of fell in love with music really uh when i was 16 my sister took me to see pink floyd at wembley stadium i grew up and went to school on the isle of wight which is a tiny place pop- mm. population of about a hundred thousand maybe a little bit more um i hadn't really been to a concert i hadn't really been off the island that much at the age of 16 and um went to wembley stadium and it was pretty much the entire population of the isle of wight in one place <laughs> which was in itself completely mind-blowing and uh I think it was a timing thing, but we got there late because it was a it was a major hot day, and for some reason a car had broken down across the tracks, and we got there really late. And uh, just as we walked in, we came in from the back, and so we kind of walked in, saw this massive crowd of people, which took our breath away, and then um, the band started straight into "Shining Your Crazy Diamonds," and it was just a complete sensory overload, and and I was just hooked from that moment. All all I knew was that this sound. See, I'm getting goosebumps now just talking about it, <laughs> and. Um, all I knew was that this this feeling that it was inside me was coming from one man and a guitar, um, David Gilmore, obviously, and uh, and that kind of that started. I mean, it's still like another year before I actually picked a guitar up and played it. Um, I was a bit nervous about them for a while, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's kind of where it started. So once you got your hands on a guitar, how long was it before you started writing your own songs? Um. Well, the first sort of the first, I, I practiced like absolute crazy, and I just kind of, I was just sort of learning, copying people, other people's. You know, I was learning things like Sweet Child of Mine and nice. all the Pink Floyd stuff, and I, I kind of dabbled with songwriting, but I was never, I never really went down that route. Where, I mean, where I grew up, there it wasn't really, there wasn't really like a singer songwriter scene. It was, it was all pub rock bands, and if you wanted to get a gig on the island at that time we're talking sort of um late 90s if you uh, wanted to get a gig on the island you the only way you could do it was if you you know could could rip out some great rock covers um there was no original music there was no one really promoting original music so um so that's kind of where i started but then i i fairly soon put a band together with some some kind of like-minded guys and we started doing our own stuff and um and with, that was a collaborative thing you know we all wrote the songs together and that I think the kind of the peak of that was in, in 1995. We um, played.
played the first of the Isle of Wight festivals, so the year before wow. John Giddings and Solo took over. Um, he started in 96, but in 95, they did the first one again at a place called Smallbrook Stadium, which only had about 3,000 people, but we played there with people like Peter Andre and Amazing. PJ and Duncan and Mungo oh. Jerry and all, the, all these... Uh, all these pop bands but, but we did our own stuff in front of 3,000 people and it was uh, that kind of sealed my fate as a musician the, the other guys kind of I think it scared them a little bit and they sort of fizzled out and went and went back to their jobs but I packed my bags and moved to London yeah caught the bug yeah <laughs> so you describe yourself as um, acoustic pop country singer songwriter mm. what um artists have influenced you then growing up other than pink floyd and that amazing first gig experience who did you grow up listening to well my um my my dad was a real country fan um and i, I see i never really would consider myself like a, a an out and out country fan but it was just always there and, and now now i've started kind of writing songs myself it comes out without me really even sort of trying and i would never have if you'd asked me even two years ago you would, would you call yourself a country artist i'd say no, there's no way I'm a, I'm a rocker or a bluser or something but um i literally from from the age i can remember you know my dad was listening to johnny cash and um <clears throat> Oh, just all kinds of all kinds of you know country music and my uncles were full-on country fans they had lap steel guitars in the house and and uh, so it must have filtered in but but when i started playing guitar i went straight into heavy metal so i was a you know proper rocker long hair um nice. spiky guitars you know and i kind of so i really sidetracked and then i kind of came back into more organic music got into blues got into clapton gary moore and bb king and that kind of stuff so that kind of pulled me back into that um environment but then it kind of all it all just took a massive left turn because then i became a session guitarist and i was doing a lot of um in the sort of 2000s and the oos whatever you call them um i was playing with people like lionel richie and again with peter andre but actually in the band um doing things like top of the pops and mtv cd uk and stuff like that and so that kind of that's where my career as a sort of session player began and there was just it was just there you know money was there to be you just got money for bit playing for other people and so again i was sidelined from the songwriting thing um and then from that um i then ended up in a band with darren hayes who was the, the the writer and singer from the Australian duo Savage Garden? Yeah. Um, he was uh, doing his own solo stuff, and he needed a guitarist for a tour. And uh, and uh, yeah, I joined his band and ended up being with him for five years. And then he kind of got me back into songwriting again because I wrote a piece of music which he turned into a song, which became the opening track of the last album that he released in 2012. Wow. So then suddenly I was I was a published bona fide co-songwriter um and then and so that kind of got me back into that kind of brought me back into songwriting again um but i didn't really start sitting down and writing music properly for myself until until 2014 so not long ago no no it's all really brand new for me it's like um it's um it's kind of weird doing all this kind of stuff for the first time i mean i've done a million radio shows stood over there with with the with someone else stood here doing the talking and the singing and um, so this is very new to me, but obviously um, I spent a long time doing it, you know, doing the same kind of stuff for other people. But that's often yeah. the way. I mean, Leanne Le Havas, for example, was a backing singer for Paloma Faith before she's yeah. now, um, you know, taken to the front of stage. And it often is the way. It must be a really great learning experience to oh, go on the road yeah. with other people. It's, ama- it's amazing how much you actually learn because when you do come into environments like this, TV shows, even big gigs, you know, like proper big gigs, 
you, you just know exactly what to do and you know what, exactly what everybody else is thinking and you yeah you do i mean you know doing gigs like the albert hall with with darren and um some of the big arenas in in australia um you just you just learn so much and you learn about stagecraft and how things work on that scale but also um uh just learning how to how to to do interviews how to, to try and talk how to say what you need to say mm. um did you have to take a bit of a backward step in a way because you're playing at all of these incredible massive <laughs> venues like the albert hall and then suddenly you're trying to start out as a new artist again did you have to go back to gigging in pubs was that quite a difficult yeah, transition well, I, um well, I wipe the slate clean. As far as being a songwriter, I wipe the slate clean. Um, there's no point in me going out there and saying, right, listen to my music. You've got to come to my gig because I did a gig with some guy who's famous. Yeah. Okay, that doesn't work. Um, a lot of people try that trick. No, it just doesn't work <laughs> because uh, that's that's not my, that's just reflected glory. That's not my glory. That's his glory. And um, I, But the, 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 the pub gig thing, I mean, I've never stopped doing that. I, I, I'd, I'd played the, the Albert Hall. Then for the next night, I played a little pub in Carnaby Street called the Shakespeare's Head. You know, it's just uh, I'm a gig. I'm a full-time gigging musician, so for me, there's no difference. I, I I got paid probably not not that much different for playing the Albert Hall as I do playing at a wedding. So I've never stopped those gigs. So for me to go and do a pub gig, um, the only thing now is I just find I enjoy doing my own stuff a lot more. Yeah. And you know, when uh, um, I did a, a, an event last night up in Lincolnshire, um, and you know, it was two hours of getting people up on the dance floor and I'm just like you know oh here we are again but the night before I did a homecoming gig on the Isle of Wight it's the first time I've played there in 20 wow. years and it was just brilliant I just did all my own songs there was people there that hadn't seen me for 20 years all my family came down we made it a little bit of a family reun reunion as well and and uh, that's what I would love to do all the time. But obviously, at this stage in my career, I'm not getting. You just don't get the money you need for it. And I definitely don't plan on going and getting a job. So, no, <laughs> no keep focused. I like I it. It's hard time, work, but you know. it will pay off. Well, let's get a song from you then, because you've been. Um, you've already released a few singles and an EP, but you've been working on your debut album, which we'll talk more about in a little while. Yeah. Um, but first, let's get a song. What <coughs> have you chosen to sing for us tonight? Well, I was going to go. Um, with a Mother's Day theme. Lovely. Um, not that it's a song about my mother, but it's, uh, it's, uh, I was driving around the M25 and I saw a car accident and basically I saw the car on its side uh, pushed into the central reservation. Oh. As I drove past, there was a, a mum and a little kid, completely unhurt, but it was just the way that she was holding him. Like, I mean, it was such an unusual sight to see a mum and a small child sat in the middle of the central mm. reservation and still the car's going by and it just happened. And it was just that, that feeling of like, the, you know, the mum was oblivious to what was going on. And it just kind of it kind of inspired me to write this song called Nurture, which is just about about um, that thing that I mean I haven't got kids, but I'm you know it's just that thing that maybe I, I imagine you must have, and maybe I will have one day. Yeah, that special <laughs> so special one. It's called Nurture, anyway. Brilliant. This is Steve Young live in session on Raw Vibes. Things you know, hope that you're seeing 
and softly breathing Tells me you're in peace, I'll be there in the morning To soothe you from your sleep And the need to nurture Is the goodwill of nature And if you lose it all It's a love that'll last forever And you can't play God But you ought to know that That you can be the maker And questions that need answers I make my daily chores Sometimes we'll be fighting session on raw vibes so that was um it's not officially on the, was that on the ep tell me tell me uh, about that track. that's that's going to be on the album oh amazing so this is going to be featured on the debut album how long are we waiting for this do you know roughly when it might be ready well i've i've already booked the launch party for may the 27th okay so that's um, the cutoff point yes yeah, so <laughs> if it's not ready by may the 27th i'm in big trouble because <laughs> people book flights from america and and Japan and all kinds of places, so it's going to be ready. It's going to be ready. How have you built up a fan base all over the place, all over the world? Is that from travelling around with yeah. the music? Yeah, um, it's. I would say mostly um, it's from playing with Darren for five years, but also I've got a lot of fans from another guy that I played with um, after after I um, Darren moved to America, and and, and so I um, I started working with. Um, a guy called Ramin Karimlu, who is a theatre guy. People know him from the theatre. He okay. was he played the Phantom in Les Mis. He was the Jean Valjean in in no, sorry, he played the Phantom in the Phantom. Yep, I'm <laughs> with you. <laughs> That's it. I'm dead now. <laughs> um, we knew what you meant. He played Jean Valjean in Les Mis. I'm not a theatre person at all, but um, I did. I 
just was hooked up with him via producer and we started jamming i'd go down to his dressing room while he was getting ready for for les mis and we'd just be jamming all this stuff because he's got a passion for country music and, and bluegrass music and we put together this thing called the broadgrass band which was uh, we played a lot of big theater tunes but we played them in a kind of broadgrass style this sounds amazing uh, well we won an award for it actually we we were we'd, we'd mostly played it in america and we we um in 2013 we um ramin was given the best live act from broadway world um Brilliant. and that was a, a, a tour that we were doing over there um and so that was kind of like a two-year thing although actually only a few weeks ago i supported him at the union chapel in london oh wow um and then i got up and did a couple of songs with him as well for old time's sake oh but, it uh, sounds like i missed a really good gig yeah yeah sorry yes. are um, there any videos that we can yeah go yeah, yeah. So, um yeah just yeah there's uh there's loads of videos on my website from from that night um because uh, Ramin was very generous in introducing me each night. It's not often you get the support act gets introduced by the headline act. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, there's a lot of stuff out there on video, and they were both. I did two gigs; they were both sold out. So, um, but yeah, to answer your question, um, I've also uh, taken in a lot of, of sort of fans from Ramin as well. So it's uh, it's good, really. It's given me a kind of a leg up. And then, uh, yeah, hopefully some new ones along the way as well, you know. Of course, of course. So, um, this debut album, does it have a name yet? <sighs> it keeps changing. Okay. keeps changing. <laughs> You've got time. You've got time to yeah, sell. Um, I had a meeting with the guy that's going to do the artwork last week, and we've got a great idea for the artwork, and I think that's going to determine the name of the album, yeah. which is not what I ri- originally I wanted to call it, Tuesday Night Open Mic, because every single one of these songs I've played at my local open mic at the cowpers in welling okay um I ha- there's not a song i've played or released that i haven't tried out first at the cowpers so i wanted that kind of synergy you know i wanted to call it choose night open mic but it just it just wasn't uh it just wasn't fitting with all the other ideas we had mm. to go around it so i'm not sure now okay so watch this space <laughs> but it's all been made possible um down to a pledge campaign yeah. pledge music campaign so yeah. all of these this fan base that you've built up all over the world they paid for it but yeah. yeah they've made it happen um what was it like because you've not only reached your target but you've also gone over the target what was that like well it was uh i went and had the meeting with pledge in um in september and we set a date for october and because it because it was a bit of an unknown quantity we decided to set a really long target um we set a long like the 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 campaign started in october and we set the target for june okay so i've had plenty of time to hit it you know and uh and i reached my target in three weeks that's amazing incredible so um so and there's still plenty of time to go so you can still order the album on pledge and there's still you can still buy tickets for the launch party and i'll I'll even come play in your house you know there's there's loads of stuff on there that you can get set lists and eat signed eps t-shirts and perfect if people want to find out more about the campaign is it all on your website everything's on my website if you go onto my website steveyounguk.com just go onto the news tab um because there's a few posts and stuff about what's going on and one of them will be about how do you order my album (laughs) brilliant so it's all made possible down to fans and just music lovers and supporters i love it when projects like this come together Uh, my friends just opened a restaurant in london actually off the back of one of these campaigns Mm. um and it's doing really well it's just so nice to see that people like to be a part of people's journey that you know they've seen them gigging earlier on or going to pop-up restaurants or whatever and they want to be part Mm. of that journey continuing to to level of success um so let's get another song from you all right cool before i get distracted with food and 
asking you questions about I mentioned pop-up restaurants and oh, right. <laughs> I, I'll go off on one about asking about your favourite gig food um, what's the second song that you can okay, play well, tonight? Um, <laughs> tomorrow I'm going to be signing off the final master of, of the first song that I'm going to wow. release from the album and uh, um, it's called Back to Mine and uh, yeah it will be available on SoundCloud in the next couple of days so watch out for that great uh-huh. this is Steve Young live in session on Raw Vibes That's a relief. 
Steve Young live in session on Rural Vibes with a radio-friendly song. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, when can people come and see you live if they want to see you do your thing out and about? Uh, if you're in town this week, um, I'm doing a gig on Tuesday night. It's promoted by Time Out London and W21 Music, which is a, a country music kind of website. It's a kind of an unofficial warm-up for Country to Country Festival that's happening this weekend. And uh, there's seven great UK acts playing. It's a big venue. It's, um, it's a 229 venue in Room 1, so it's about a 700 capacity venue. That's the one just by Great Portland Street yeah, Station, exactly, right? exactly, yeah, okay. yeah. So, um... I've played the the little one a couple of times, but the first, I've turned right. It's the first time I get to turn left. Yeah, going, I know the going one down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if you um, it's it's nearly sold out, but it's only ten pounds, and there's um, seven acts playing, and there's a couple of special guests coming over from Nashville as well. I can't say who. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a great night. It starts at six o'clock. First band's on at seven. I think I'm on at eight. Um, it's going to be great. And uh, um, Time Out promote these events every month. They're called Rising Stars. Um, they promote them every every month and they always sell out and they're always absolutely amazing. So it's definitely an opportunity to come down and check out some, some good music. Absolutely. Um, so it's this Tuesday, Tuesday the 8th of March. Uh, just go onto my website or go onto Time Out London or W21 Music. And is there going to be a band on stage with you this, this gig? Because sometimes I'll it's solo, isn't it? i a full band. I've got nice. a... Yep, I've got full band, um, keys, bass, drums, backing singer, guest, brilliant. guest singer. Mm, <laughs> intriguing. Uh, brilliant. So that's Tuesday night, the Time Out Rising Stars night, 229, venue 229, I should say. Nice and easy to get to. It's right by Great Portland Street Station, right yep. at the top there. Um, and there's a Pizza Express right near there. Mm-hmm. Everything you need to eat right there, and then go and get some live music as well. Um, so steveyounguk.com if people want to find out more and if they want to um, pledge towards your campaign for this debut album and the bits that go with it so lounge gigs all all sorts of stuff yeah check it all out Um, any other the launch night tell us about the launch night yeah the launch well the album launch night is invitation only but you can buy tickets on pledge Um, what I'm going to do rather than just have a traditional gig um, where the studio is based in Wood Green there's a kind of a, a, a cafe downstairs it's called the Caramel club and there's a cafe downstairs with a stage so i'm gonna i'm gonna do a playback party um so i'm gonna actually just play the album in its entirety on a big pa system but then i'm gonna do a couple of little acoustic songs with some of the people that have guested on the album and, and have uh, helped out on the album so um there will be a little bit of live music as well Great. um but yeah, if you want to come to that, then uh, again, go on to Pledge Music. You've got it's going to gonna be a fun night. Nice and intimate and a chance for you to relax a little bit as well if you don't have to do a full set. No, no, that was <laughs> kind of it. Because what's the, what's the point in spending five months recording an album and then just doing a kind of live version with everything missing? Yeah, yeah. You know, just I'm just going to play the album, you know. And I'm going to, there's going to be a limited amount of free drinks behind the bar as well. Mm. And as well, also, if you buy a ticket from Pledge Music, you can have a guided tour of the studio upstairs where we recorded it with the producer tim burns brilliant well thanks so much for coming in steve when the, the album's officially out um do let us know and um, yep, maybe we'll sure. get you back into the studio to talk more about it right. um, and tell us the name of it as well once you've get, got your heart set on that <laughs> um if people want to get the the track you're releasing one tomorrow is that right yeah the single yeah. Yeah, back to mine. That's single, the one. Yeah, um, they need to just go to your website, which directs them to all the right social media. Yeah, I'm going to put it on sound. Cl- I'm going to put it on SoundCloud. Sound, 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 SoundCloud. <laughs> I'm going to put it on SoundCloud first, um, so that people can have a listen. It'll probably be a radio edit, and then uh, there'll be a full version available on iTunes later on in the month. 
brilliant well thank you so much steve um all those details steve young uk.com now now showcasing watford's talent Rob.